according to the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, slavery in all of its forms should be abolished, terminated, right? And that has not happened here in the United States. And so what we are going to engage in is a process of uh, building a campaign here in New York, right, to end penal slavery, right? 13th Amendment says, slavery and voluntary servitude shall not exist in the United States or its jurisdiction except for those who are duly convicted of a crime. And so with that understanding, we know that slavery still exists, right, in a different form. Whereas 13th Amendment, 1865, they ended chattel slavery, right? They said that this, that individuals cannot hold other individual people as slaves, right? But they said that the state can, right? So they took the money away from individuals and then incorporated it into a system that the state can profit from people's labor through the penal system, right? Prisons. And so we say that this has to end as well, right? They have reaped exorbitant profits from the cheap labor of convicts, right? What I am now defining as incarcerated workers, right? There was incarcerated workers, and we're making the effort to ensure that our comrades, our people, our friends, and family members inside these institutions get at least the minimum wage. So there are two bills pending in New York State, two bills pending that we are going to fight for to become enacted into law. One of the bills... Uh, specifically deals with the issues of, of uh, uh, the Enforced Labor Act, called the Enforced Labor Act. And it's, it has been submitted to, to the legislature by a senator named Mario, a black guy, right, who actually has, has some consciousness in terms of the issues that being raised, right, on, on, on this particular uh, subject matter, right, of penal servitude. And so the, the bill that he put in called Enforced Labor Act, and that's what happens is that inside the prison system, particularly in New York State, you are compelled to go to work. If you don't go to work, you get a disciplinary charge. You can be sanctioned from your commissary. You can be prevented from going on business, and they can hinder you in terms of getting a uh, getting a parole, getting parole. So essentially, you are coerced, coerced to work, and for what? Pennies on a dollar. Pennies on a dollar. All right. So essentially, what you are, you are a slave of the state. Now, let me make this point explicitly clear when I say slave of the state. There are two cases, Ruffin versus Commonwealth and Jones versus North Carolina. In each of these cases, the Supreme Court has stated that prisoners are, quote, unquote, slaves of the state. It's not what you're literally saying, right? This is what the law says. And we have been duped and believed this, 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 this crime and punishment uh, uh, um, um, uh, jurisdictions of government is one of to save, help preserve and save our communities. But we know that that's not necessarily true. Like if we want to help and save our community, they give us jobs in our community. They give us the proper housing we need to have in our community. They give us the proper education we need to have in our communities. And so they're not doing that, right? And so what we find is that there's a school to prison pipeline, right? School to prison pipeline who are ushering our young people into the prison system to become slaves, right? Mass incarceration yeah. is about slavery, right? It's about how to do, uh, reap profits from people's misery and people's labor. That's mass incarceration. And so we say there's a time for us to bring this to an end, right? An immediate end. And so here in New York State, again, we have two bills pending. One is called the Enforced Labor Act, and the other is called Fairness and Opportunity Incarceration Workers Act. Incarcerated Workers Act. Now, what is important about
anymore. We don't identify ourselves as prisoners anymore, right? What they've been doing. Before they went to prison, they were workers. While they're in prison, they're workers. And hopefully when they get out of prison, they will be workers. So let's, let's, let's identify as that, as incarcerated workers, right? And so the act for the uh, Fairness and Opportunity uh, uh, for Incarcerated Workers Act is to allow these workers to receive the same pay, or at least start at the same uh, status as any other worker in, in society, right? Minimum wage. So we have two bills pending. One, in compulsory labor that you can't force you to go to work, right, for pennies or a dollar. And two, the second bill is for you to gain minimum wage while you're in prison. Now, let's look at this in the broader, I'm going to look at it in the broader sense to get these bills passed. Naturally, if you get these bills passed, what happens? You end the incentive for mass incarceration, right? The incentive, the incentive what? To profit off of people's labor, right? Pennies on a dollar. So we end that incentive, and what happens? What will happen, right? We'll start changing the economics of how the, the allocation economics in the state, right? Rather than sending people to prison, right? But and costing people to go to prison, it, 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 let me put it this way, right? To keep a person in prison for a year, years time, or the time they put a year, is the same amount of money or less money that will cost to send somebody to Harvard University for four years. Can I, I say something? I'm sorry to interrupt you, brother. I was just doing some research, and it just, there was an article uh, titled Com, uh, Comfortable Springer Course of Incarceration for a Person in New York City Skyrockets to All Time High. And this was uh, December 6, 2021. They said annual cost $556,539 per person per year or $1,525 each day. And this was in New York City. I just wanted to share that with you because I was doing some research on based on uh, what you're talking about. Absolutely, Frank, and that's what I'm saying. They are reaping profits off our misery, reaping profits off our labor, and they keep our, our community in moribund, moribund conditions so we can usher our folks, usher our people into the, the penal uh, slave system. You know, this is design, man. You know, this is not uh, 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 by happenstance. You know, this, this is, this is, this is uh, regulation policies of government, all right? And so what we need to do, we have to challenge it. And so we have two courageous legislators, a guy named Larry, writing the senator, and a guy named Epstein, who's an assembly person, who, who, who offered these two bills. All right? And so what we're doing, we're going to build a statewide campaign that these bills, bills are, are made into law, to be enacted into law. Right? And what happens is, while we do so, we're going to broaden our conversation as to what it is to be have a penal system, or that is a slave system in this country. What it means to have uh, conditions for which we have school to prison pipeline, but right, ushering our young people into prison. What it means to have the way that we deal with the issue of bail reform as another example. The whole entire criminal justice system will come under scrutiny in terms of the, the, uh, the, the discriminatory way in which uh, uh, crime and punishment is being uh, dispensed in this country. So we, it, it's a big picture behind this little small uh, uh, issue about this as you well know, uh, we have uh, 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 the international jurors have found the United States guilty on the charges of genocide. And one of the charges, the five charges that were submitted to them, uh, they found the United States guilty of is mass incarceration. Mass incarceration is genocidal in terms of the international community, international law. It's genocidal. We have been suffering conditions of genocide for the last 400 years, right? 
And so what we're doing now in terms of the issue of mass incarceration, everybody's arguing about mass incarceration, mass incarceration, mass incarceration, but what are they doing about it, right? How are they ending it? But what is attacking the strategy which to end mass incarceration? And so we're saying that these two bills is at least tactically, tactically approach to at least put a pen prick into the bubble of mass incarceration to diminish it, to diminish it, to deflate the idea of mass incarceration here in New York State. And if we, if we are successful in New York State, it will replicate across this country, right? Replicate across this country. So that's the golden objective. That's what I'm raising to you. Now, Thursday, tomorrow, right here in Rochester at 6.30, we'll be holding a meeting. The meeting we call the Family and Friends Incarcerated Workers Committee. It will be the initial committee meeting. Family and Friends of Incarcerated Workers Committee, right? That's tomorrow night in Rochester at 1392 Colbert Road and Merchant. Colbert Road and Merchant. It's right on the corner. That's, a, that's Citizen Action's office, right? And hopefully those who are listening to this podcast, watching this podcast, right, will have be inspired to come to this meeting tomorrow night, 630-1392 Colbert and Merchant. Right, that's Citizen Action Office, right? 6.30 tomorrow night, tomorrow evening, 1392 Culver and Merchant, or Culver Road and Merchant, all right? I hope to have... Will they be having a Zoom meeting for those who can't make it physically? No, no, at this time, we will not be Zoom. Hopefully, the next meeting, we'll, we'll make it Zoom. I'm trying to get the, my initial uh, 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 organizing committee together, Right? And I, I like to have it, to have it so that we have a, a very strong, determined group of individuals uh, coming. I got people coming in from Syracuse. I got people coming in from Buffalo. Uh, these are these are formerly incarcerated workers, right, who I have, have been in contact with. And they'll be showing up as well to be part of participating in this, in this work. Uh, yeah. You have a telephone number that you can provide people with? No, they can, they can contact me at my my uh, uh, email address. The email address okay. is j j m u n t a q i m at citizenactionny.org. One word, right? Jalil, then not J. It's J Muta King. J Muta King at citizenactionny.org. Right. Again, I, I, I believe I sent you a flyer. I think I sent you the flyer for the uh, um, uh, for the meeting for tomorrow night. And if possible, you yeah, but that I up. remember that it, it, it didn't allow me to um, show it on the PDF file, and they gave me a problem with the video the technology. I needed more time to work with it. Okay, all right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, got, I, got got a I got a question yeah. for you, sis. Um, um, from a, a, one of our supporters.
taxes to the, to the government, state and federal taxes. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, so people pay taxes, but that does not necessarily mean that the those who are doing the work are benefiting uh, from their labor and the full sense of, the, of benefit from their labor. They are not. They receive pennies on dollars. Some are up, up to 15 cents and maybe up to uh, of, uh, 50 cents an hour, right? That's the most. That's the most they get, they're going to get inside prison, right? Whereas these companies are reaping millions of dollars from prisoners' labor, right, from incarcerated workers' labor. And so for us, it's important that we change these laws and, and like I said, put a pinprick in the bubble of mass incarceration to deflate that bubble, to deflate that bubble, to diminish the capacity from which they can reap exorbitant profits from the labor of incarcerated workers. That's the golden objective. We're going to end mass incarceration here and across this country. We're going to end penal slavery here and across this country. And we cannot do it. I cannot do it naturally. I cannot do it by myself. We need to build a statewide campaign. Now, a statewide campaign uh, for this work is called 13 Forward. You can see that, right? 13 Forward. That's what we're doing. And so my camp, 13 Forward, right? And that's a statewide, that's statewide as well as national campaign. Uh, uh, but what I'm, what I'm doing here in Rochester is building the committee that's going to be in the alliance with the uh, 1340 campaign, right? And that also includes uh, uh, various organizations like like NICU, right? Uh, um, there's other organizations called uh, Color of Change, Legal Aid Society, right? And uh, the Little Price, the Little Piece of Light, and various other campaigns and various other uh, organizations are in coalition in this campaign. And so I'm asking any organizations out there who understand this message, understand this, to contact 13.4 or contact me, and let's build a coalition to broaden our base of support and uh, ensure that we are able to uh, 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 make these laws, come, make these bills come into law, right, bring them into law. Uh, on February 1st, right, part of the campaign, February 1st, we'll be having a lobbying day, a lobbying day in Albany, right? We'll be lobbying the legislators in Albany, uh, to have this bill passed and have these two bills passed into law. And so we're asking people from all across the state, all across the state, on February 1st, to come to Albany. We're going to organize a campaign, a lobby campaign, to go into these legislators' office, go in their office, sit down with them, and persuade them to vote in favor of the bill, passing these two bills the Enforced Labor Act and the Fairness Opportunity and Conform Incarcerated Workers Act.
can we challenge it? This is one of the tactics in which we can challenge it, right? Impenal slavery across this across this country. That's what that's the goal and objective. The impenal slavery, the incentive for mass incarceration, for these corporations making drug profits of our labor, right? And we change the dynamics of crime and punishment in this country. That's our goal and objective. Part part and parcel of moving people towards the ideas of national independence and liberation, right? Uh, all tactical, right? And our strategic goal is national independence and liberation. All right, brothers. Appreciate what you done. Uh, again, could you provide people with your email? Your email is J M U N T A Q I M at Citizen Action NY dot org. Citizen Action New York dot org. Right? Hit me up. The name campaign is 13-4. The name campaign is 13 Ford, but the committee here in Rochester will be called Family and Friends Incarcerated Workers Committee. Right? Listen, in understanding to what degree that the criminal justice system has impacted our community, right, in the years in which we have people that have gone to prison, right, and come out of these penal systems, right, there's thousands and thousands of people that have been impacted by the criminal justice system. Thousands, right? I don't want the thousand. Give me five hundred. Give me five hundred. Give, give me five hundred across the state with families and friends of incarcerated workers, right? Tell your people that you know inside. Tell them this is work that we're doing. Tell me, hit me up. Tell me, get in contact with me here at Citizen Action at Rochester, right? We need the comrades inside the penitentiary also down with this action. I need the brothers and sisters inside the penitentiary also down with this action, right? In these slave camps, right? Because they are the one ultimately who's going to be able to. Impress upon the state that the, that the system has to change. All right. Now we ain't calling for no strikes. We ain't calling for no, uh, at, this, at this point in time, right? At this point in time, we're not calling for goes yeah. down the print system and all that. Kind of, at this point in time, so we ain't got we ain't got support base for it, right? We not we have we don't have the legal support base for it. We don't have the, the the political support base for it. We don't have the various organizations support base for it. We don't want to ensure that we don't not have another Attica. We do not want to have that, right? Well, our comrades and our people get slaughtered by the state as they did in Attica in 1971. Okay? But we want to create the conditions for what they have irrefutable understanding of what we're trying to achieve here. We're going to end penal slavery in New York State. Well said. I appreciate your time. Appreciate your passion. And uh, we definitely going to get this out to our viewers uh, who, who are our supporters and they're going to get it out to others and uh, we're going to support the campaign any and every which way we can. I think another thing that you should do is reach out to uh, people who other uh, uh, elected officials who um, show solidarity on issues like this and who also uh, support the release of political prisoners. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, we call on people and organizations, uh, viewers, uh, to support this effort. You know, uh, we are freedom-loving people. Some of us love freedom so much that we fight for and become freedom fighters. You know, uh, very, very important. You know, the, uh, the essence of slavery is something that is abhorrent to our 
because this is one that definitely is going to um, be circulated in many places and bring about on a certain level of consciousness for those who might not be there at this particular time. Now, right on, my brother, you know, this is a topic that touches my heart and soul because, uh, you know, we, uh, like many, many other black people, the fight for freedom is in our bones. It's in our DNA. You know, the idea that um, uh, certain classes, types of people would want to perpetuate slavery on the inside instead and to destroy a segment of the humanity of black people, you understand, is something which must make us rise up in resistance. Resistance to slavery, you understand, is uh, a part of the legacy of black people, you know, so in that vein, we call on people to respond to this appeal, you know, um, you know, be strong, you know, and we can win this, you know, uh, we won uh, other uh, campaigns in slavery and we can win this and we will win this, you know, to bring our brothers and sisters home, you understand, out of the clutches. You know, they say that, uh, you know, this type of behavior is a sub thing, but this is New York. You know, you got to, when I was in Clinton, uh, penitentiary, I got to aware of the great northern clans. In the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains in Lucasville, Ohio, you got uh, a vast Ku Klux Klan uh, 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 encampment, okay? So, um, slavery is happening, you know, and, um, you know, it is our duty. As black people, as freedom and justice loving people, just to respond, you know, and uh, put up the great fight, the fight that we're going to win, the ones to call free of all. Free of all. Thank you for tuning in again to the NEPPC podcast. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, NEPPC on YouTube. Uh, contact us at Sefu Sankofa that, at Gmail. That's S-E-F-U-S-A-N-K-O-F-A at Gmail. You can also call me at 347-679-3936. Again, that's 347-679-3936. If you have any questions about this episode or you want to get in contact with Jalil, Please contact me, contact me, and I'll make that happen. Peace and love. Be safe during this time of the year. Control and take care of your mental health by any and every means necessary. Peace.